How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I got your picture. I'm coming with you. Dear Maria, come in. This is story at the bottom of this bottle and on the pen. Good morning and welcome into the WEEI Producer Show. I am Chris Scheim, joined as always by John Anderson to my left, Ryan Garvin to my right. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Just Shiny. before Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm doing very fine. Whenever I hear that song, I just picture the meme of when people put that song over anime intros. Yes, and it fits, it fits every time. To a T. Every time. Like, they put it over the Pokemon theme yep. song. Even that one, that, that's my anime right there. Banger. Um, it, it just, it always fits. A question for the group, though. Yes. And I guess this doesn't apply to Shime, because he's not wearing the sweatshirt. Uh, uh-huh. How long have you been wearing the Christian Fourier uh, Crusade for a Cure sweatshirt that we got? So, I had mine on all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, and I think I slept in this last night. Uh, but today was a two hoodie day because these it is chilly. These it is nipply outside. Very comfortable, but a little they're thin. Very soft, but they shine. They are not great for this kind of weather. If anybody well, needs so, to cut some granite, you can use my nipple. It's funny you John asked that because I I got mine after the show Thursday morning, so I didn't have it for the show. We actually had Christian on. I didn't get it till afterward. So then yesterday I wore it. And I was going to wear it again today, and I thought to myself, you know, I don't want to show up in the exact same sweatshirt two days in a row, where I just should have. I should have. Oh. And it, bad job by me. Bad and job by so I, I'm here in Boston, sunny but cold. Temperatures, temperatures peaking, peaking in, in the, the 90s. 90s. <laughs> Thank you. It is certainly peaking in the I think, 90s. I think I've worn, I think I've, so I believe I've been wearing this since Wednesday afternoon. That's awesome. I picked it up after work Wednesday. Christian told me where they were for us. He had some set aside for uh, the producers because somebody in the building cares about yeah. the producers. Woo. And uh, I put it on and I, have, I believe I've only taken it off to shower. And then I've just put it There's, back on. I've slept in it. I've slept in it every night. Probably, probably time for a wash. Probably, probably yeah, time to take it off. Make but, sure you know we're not trying to impress anyone. Make sure you room. air dry that God, puppy no. unless you want it to shrink a little bit. Uh, it, it is a little. They run a little long, so it should be fine. Like, look at this. This is an XL. I gotta say, I'm a two X guy. It fits me like a glove. It I'm, is. Perfect. You know what? I don't really have any qualms about wearing the same hoodie a couple days in a row, especially because yeah. by the oh, time. Oh, I don't either. Three days out of the week, there's nobody in this building. I'm not really interested in people's opinion. Of, True. Oh, he's wearing the same hoodie two days. Shut up. It's I feel dirty today. I, I don't care. I'm so, right there with you, Glenn. And real quick, I really just, I, I can't say enough good things about the work that my guy Foyer did for the, over 25 hours. I, I think I said it on the air the other day. I, I hear him getting so much more comfortable and better with the just 25 hours is That's insane. incredible 
And it's always every year he does it. It's always a lot of fun, and it gets better and it gets better. And it's all for good cause, which is raising money for the American Diabetes Association. I, I don't even. I bet the website's still up. Diabetes. And I assume weei. We I raised assume, almost two hundred sixty thousand dollars. And I assume he did it on your show, and he might have even done it on Gresham Keith as well. But he did. He definitely did it on the Greg Hill show. He explained why he does it, and and in one of the, in him just explaining why he is. Uh, fighting for this organization and for this for this reason, it, it really hits home, and you kind of understand exactly where he's coming from. So his if you didn't son, hear it, yeah. I highly recommend. So I believe going so back. And it has to do with so obviously there's the his son aspect. Kay, and his son Caleb was diagnosed with diabetes a few years like ago during training camp. Yeah, right? and and you know especially as he's you know late teens, early twenties, he's in college. Uh, football player. It's a lot to deal with. And Christian tells a story about how he was in line and, and the people in front of him were having an argument where there the, was a guy and a girl. And the guy's like, I'm getting out of line. I'm getting out of line. And the woman's going, you can't because they were going, to, I believe they're going to get insulin. And, and she's like, you can't, you can't get out of line. And he's like, listen, I can't afford this. And she's like, if you leave the line, you are going to die. You have to get in line and you have to get this stuff, whether you can afford it or not. And that's really been the, the, big battle cry is to eradicate such an awful disease it's also very complicated and a lot of people deal with this you know i i i always feel a, a kind of a sense of pride of what the station's able to do with the jimmy fund and i get to feel it again in november being a yeah, part of what, what christian does and sort of riding his coattails for 25 hours a lot of good guests a lot of great segments he beat your guy, Shime. I don't know what the morning show's reaction that was. was. Devastation. Because Wiggy really, if you missed it, the catch challenge we've been talking. I don't know how you could have missed it. We spent a lot of time talking about it on, on t- two of the three day parts. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Go, watch go on it. Twitter or Instagram and watch the slow motion video of Fourier taking a football to the face. It w- it will live down as one of the is f- as easily the funniest moment from Christian's crusade for a cure uh, for probably the next ten years. And- it was. Tremendous. In the face! In, in the face! No! Don't be afraid to ride the lightning. It was one of those that, like, I thought Keith had the best scouting report. These guys are tight ends. They did yep. it professionally. It's in their blood. There's no way they should be dropping any football that comes at them. And boy, I'll they tell dropped you, a lot. Fourier had a couple drops. Wiggy's got a tell. There is a way to beat Wiggy. Throw it just a little high. Well, he got. I also bit. think he oh, got. God a little, forbid he has to lift his arms up. Oh. He got a little overconfident. Yep. Like normally, you know, he's reaching for uh, a slider or a chicken sandwich. He's not missing. Nobody puts a slider on the top shelf, so he's not used to having to, to uh, reach up there. Uh, it is. It is interesting though that so Fourier won, but nobody cares that Fourier won. And nope. In fact, nobody's going to remember that Fourier won because all they're going to remember is him, him getting in hit in the face. face and his glasses breaking. <laughs> Do you guys know what the uh, wrong way run is? No, what's no. that? Uh, that was uh, Jim Marshall in 1964, NFL Hall of Famer for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I think picked I up a yeah. fumble and ran the wrong way. Like oh, I guess he got gracious. his wires crossed and he ran it for a touchdown for the 49ers. Oh, that's right. And then he ran and he tossed the football right out of the yeah, end he, zone. Yeah, he ran to the end zone and yep. threw it up okay, in the I've air and everything. Yep. Um, the Vikings won that game. <laughs> No one's ever going to remember that. Oh, that's very oh, interesting. That's no one is ever going to remember that happened. Instead, it is going to be like did did the did the Giants even win the Odell catch game? They may not have. I don't even oh. remember. But it doesn't. Oh, matter. I don't know. I don't know that either. It's a good question. I, I know it was I against know, the Cowboys. That's I all know I the the Vikings won the Tony Jefferson catch game. Oh, the Justin Jefferson catch Justin game. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, did. The Cowboys won that game thirty-one to twenty-eight. There you go. And no, no one, one remembers that. No. 
No one's you ever going to remember that. You remember the Odell catch. Yes, Listen, you remember the moment. Not the, I will uh, always the... remember that Foyer won just because of the sheer amount of people that picked against him. I'm talking Bill Belichick. Sure did. Ty Law. Bill Boomer Belichick Esiason. said he put Wiggy's hands up against just about anybody. Boy, that is, if that is not, a lot. If that is not it? proof that Bill Belichick doesn't know how to scout receivers, I don't know what is. Coach. Oh, you, you, and I love a, Wiggy. Wiggy's my guy, but come on, Coach. I'll give you a tough. mulligan on that one. I know you know you were, you were responsible for drafting Nikhil Harry. Maybe if Taekwon Thornton works out, we'll forgive you for it. But the fact that you would put Wiggy's hands up against anybody, even my guy Foyer, is a little tough to stomach. So there's a, I. But in Dorchester, we call him Hands Wiganowski. Oh Not anymore. Can't God. show his face in Dorchester anymore. I can't wait for the Greg Hill Show on Monday. When Greg has to break the news that Wiggy lost the catch-off, I can't wait for that uncomfortableness. Well, that'll be funny. Uh, Especially if the Patriots lose. <laughs> oh, and it's oh, that'll Jets be. week. Greg trying, to, uh, Greg trying to break uh, the ice uh, with Bill after a loss makes my skin crawl. Have it's you guys tough. had to deal with that? after? No, you haven't. A Jets loss? Oh, a Jets loss. No, we haven't lost Whoa. to the Jets. When was the last time they lost to the Jets? Like 2016 when won the coin the... toss in overtime yes. and elected to uh, kick off? The last time they lost to the Jets at home, 2008, against Brett Favre and Eric Mangini. Unless you oh, ca- unless you count that little playoff game that happened two years later at no, home against the Jets. Nope, I'm talking regular, regular season. Regular season only. Season. Playoffs yep, didn't season. happen. <laughs> no, 2015, you're right. It was the coin toss that Matthew said, we're going to kick... And then Cleve Blake was like, okay, great. Belichick I've heard all wanted, I need to Belichick hear. wanted field position. Yeah, great. Yep. Good job. That was back when it was sudden death overtime. And then before that, I think it was 2013. That won the team that made the blunder lost the game. Yeah, we Nick, know that enough. Nick Folk actually kicked the game-winning field goal for the Jets. Was the 08 game, was that the Thursday night game where they went to overtime? Matt Castle to Randy Moss in regulation to tie it, and the Patriots lost in overtime against oh, I uh, think so. Brett Favre and the uh, Jets? Yes. I was such a pothead in 2008. I barely remember. You don't remember 2008? I hardly remember Chris, my admitting that. I, I, played, I played a lot of Halo, so I also don't remember. Remember yeah. 2008? Yeah, 2008. I was f- like well into Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, maybe? Or the Pats on? Great. Oh, it would have been Modern Warfare Handy 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Modern Warfare 1 and Halo 3 were 07, and then World at mm. War was 08. Oh, yeah. That I was, was the Nazi the... Zombies. That was the first oh, game that Nazi ooh, Zombies. Oh, true. Yeah. That's right. Flashbacks. Well, we, this is this, we have gone on anyways. a ridiculous tangent to start this program it. here. Well done, everyone. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> this, love a good tangent. Your Boston Celtics played last night, and they won again. Uh, wow. 117-109 over your New Orleans Pelicans. Starting to think they're good. Uh, starting to? Starting to think they might I be would, good, guys. I would suggest that the Boston Celtics are pretty good. The Boston Bruins also pretty good. They're going to play tonight at home against the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, Puck drop that that's too. at 7. That's a good team. It's, it's weird because no, it's these not, two teams just continue to win games. We're like, eh. No big deal. Just win here, win there. I think their and record, they're dominating. Between the two of them, I think it's the Celtics have lost two home games and the Bruins are undefeated at home. Celtics so have lost one home game. One home game. So if you buy a ticket to a TD Garden game, it's more likely you're in all likelihood going, going to have a good time. It's it, And it's unbelievable. I mean, combined, they're like 27-5 and five on the season so far, which is insane. Uh, last night, uh, Derek White, Jalen Brown led the way, uh, 26 and 27 points respectively. I, it's weird. You watch these two teams, the Bruins... They score four goals almost every game. If Linus Olmark is in net, I mean, he has been outright phenomenal. And then Jason Tatum is the odds-on favorite for MVP for a reason. He's my he MVP. Has, he has absolutely carried the Celtics team to start the season. So you look at both of these teams, and the big question that I have is, which which team feels more sustainable, right? Because at this point, it's like, okay, we now have high hopes for both of them. The Bruins should be making a deep playoff run. The Celtics should be making a run right back towards the Stanley fi- uh, NBA Finals. 
which team can sustain it, even if you deal with a little injury here and there, even if you deal with some adver- adversity. Ryan, which team do you feel Ooh, can I- sustain this pace all the way through the playoffs? I was going to say, do you want to give our answers on three? Uh, sure. One, okay. two, three. Celtics. Celtics. Bruins. Yeah. Ooh, oh, a little bit of disagreement. We got some sports radio brewing Woo! this morning, boys. Woo! Let's play sports radio. Let's go. What so, do you think, Ryan? I think this. Uh, first of all, the Celtics keep getting the best, uh, like best game as a Celtic from every single person they've had. So, like Sam Hauser's best game as a Celtic. He Luke, has been Sam Hauser. Awesome, Sam Hauser peaked too early though. Best game as a Celtic. Derek White continues best game as a Celtic, and obviously Jason Tatum is my lock for MVP. And even right though he now. only had 19 points last night, Tatum ten assists doesn't matter. Can't stop him. I I'm gonna I absolutely say the Celtics. And I you know I. As much as I'd love to kind of goof on the Bruins, I can't take away from what they're doing so much. But with the Celtics, I've seen them beat quality opponents. I've seen them go on the road. Like I was saying before the show, this show travels. They play hard on offense. And and even when they start to show a little bit of adversity in years past, especially last year early on, they lose games like uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Absolutely. They start off, and then the Thunder, plucky little young team with a bunch of 7-foot, 150-pound guys, they come roaring back, and they make it a game. Last year, the Celtics 100% lose that game. This year, they've shown growth. They've shown maturity. They've proved to me that coaching does not matter in the NBA because I'm sure Joe Mazzulla is a nice guy, and he's good at everything, but they're playing above and beyond what they were doing last year. And it's very difficult to look at this team and go, oh, yeah, here's a trap game. Here's a scheduled loss. They they fight through all of that. And they close, which I can also say about the the Boston Bruins. The important quality for both of these teams right now is they're getting leads. And even though, you know, they might have some struggles through the game, they 100% are finishing games. It's important for both. But I am going to say the Celtics. And on top of that, they don't even have Rob Williams back. This isn't their full core squad yet. Malcolm Brogdon's fit in seamlessly. All the bench pieces that have come in. Grant Williams is playing well. Uh, Sam Hauser, obviously. Sam Hauser, Pete Torrey. I don't know, maybe. Luke Cornett. All these guys are fun to watch, and they're, they're all contributing. It's It's been a very good season right now, and I, I would be shocked at this point. And I'm not going to say it's early because with this group, they've been together for so long. I'm not going to say it's early. This is the body of work over year after year after year. They're a championship team, the Boston Celtics, 100%. Yeah, John, where where do you stand on this? So you you th- you think the Celtics as well, correct? Uh, I think the Celtics as well, and it's not it's not like the Bruins' fault that any of that Ryan or I think this. Um, you know, we so we the sample size is the sample size. We can only really base it off of what we've seen so far. It's not the Bruins' fault that they may have ended up getting the easier one fourth of the schedule to yeah, start the sure, season, and then sure. obviously uh, through the new year, it's a bit a bit of a murderer's row that the Bruins have to deal with. I do feel like what we the sample size we do have is sort of the opposite. Like Ryan brought up the injuries, so obviously like all the Bruins players came back very early, whereas we haven't a lot of the Celtics injuries we're not going to see till later in the season. And as much as both teams are just like. S pumping other teams like so we we've seen we've seen the Celtics do it with less and the Bruins are doing it with what we think their roster should be for the rest of the year we haven't really seen them experience significant injuries yet and I think they probably will at some point before New Year's and we'll obviously have to see how uh how the Bruins can react to that and as far as them playing from behind goes I think so they they came back and they tied Ottawa twice in that game when they were down three I think they were down to Pittsburgh and they were down to the Sabres. Other than that, they really haven't had to play from behind a whole lot. I want to see them play from behind against, uh, you know, your Tampas, your Floridas, your Carolinas, Vegas, uh, Avalanche, uh, New Jersey. Those are a lot of the teams that they're going to have to play more than once 
coming up in the in the next month. It basically just comes down to I don't think we've se- I haven't seen what I need to see from the Bruins th- through no fault of their own to this point to make the prognostication that they can sustain it more than the Celtics can. So I think one of the reasons that I believe the Bruins are more sustainable, and Ryan, you mentioned this earlier for the Celtics, in that, like, okay, Jason Tatum doesn't score 30 points. Well, it's fine. Derek White's going to score 26. I think you're seeing a lot of that from the Boston Bruins, which you haven't seen in years past. Yeah, they have Tomas Noshik. Well, no, it's just the amount of different guys that are scoring goals. On their roster, there's only... What five guys that haven't scored a goal for the Boston Bruins oh, on the entire him. roster? Bums. Two of them have only played a game. One of them no longer plays here. That'd be Jack Danica, and old. then uh, Dan Renuff is the other one. He's only played a game, didn't have a goal. The only guys with multiple games on this roster that don't have a goal: Brandon Carlo, Mike Riley, Anton Strawman. Not exactly the uh, murderers' row of scores. Bunch of demons. Yeah. So you're getting scoring from every single level of this Boston's Bru- Boston Bruins team, which you. Didn't in previous years. It was always just the top line, the top two lines, or, 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 you know, Charlie McAvoy. Hampus Lindholm has been freaking awesome for this team since joining. I saw a trade McAvoy tweet last night. Oh, yeah, Straight to prison. Absolutely we don't need not. we don't need two of them. Yes, we, we got do. Hampus. I'm getting off Twitter. I'm getting off Twitter. You know yeah, what? Twitter's going to shut down for a reason. Shut it down. I think it was. We don't need it. I think it was yesterday. Elon on, saw that and pulled the plug. Good. <laughs> on your show, John. I think it was Gresh that mentioned the stat. Hampus Lindholm, when he plays a regular season game for the Bruins, is like twenty three and four. It's some ridiculous oh, wow. record. True. And and, right. and this team just continuously. They, they're offensive. They're never out of a game. Like you said with that Ottawa game, they were down three at two different points, and they battled back. And so I look at this Boston Bruins team, and yes, you can deal with injuries, but the way the rest of the team is scoring around uh, players like David Pasternak, who is on a contract year and having a career year, and Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand and all these guys, I think that the scoring can maintain even if one of them was to get injured for a few games or, or a period of time. You saw David Krejci go out for a few games. That didn't slow him down. You saw, I mean, Charlie McAvoy was not on the roster to start the season. Didn't slow him down. Brad Marchand wasn't around for the first couple of weeks. Didn't slow him down. And so I think ultimately, I, I, I just feel like there's so many great levels to this Bruins team and the way they want to play offensively has really helped guys like Campus Lindholm and it's going to help Charlie McAvoy. Uh, and Matt Grizzlick seems to have found a bit of a rhythm, which is good, especially because in the playoffs uh, last year wasn't great. Um, and, and so I love the way they're playing right now. I just think ultimately they're dominating, absolutely dominating at home. And to top it all off, they have the best goalie in hockey right now. Well, and that, that could carry you through a lot of injuries. To that point, and we have to break, and I, I want to set up something that John uh, said to me off air yesterday that is very interesting that has to do with some concerns over what is going on with the Boston Bruins goaltending situation. Perfect. We'll get to that, and we'll get to some Patriots-Jets look ahead for tomorrow's game uh, in uh, at Gillette. At Gillette, 1 o'clock, Patriots-Jets. Uh, you, you make sure to tune in to NF, uh, WEI NFL Sunday with Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith. They're going to be live from Helix Esports tomorrow. It's at 10 to 1, I believe. I believe. Yep. T- tomorrow, 10 to 1. Uh, John's going to trend here. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details W-E-E-I. We are right back to the WEEI Producers Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I wake up to find it's another four aspirin morning and I dive in. I put on the same clothes I wore yesterday. When did society decide that we have to change and wash a t-shirt after every individual use? If it's not dirty, I'm going to wear it. This guy's onto something. It sounds like Greg Hill, too. Greg Hill doesn't say... Hey, oh, speaking of... So we were, earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, wearing the same clothes multiple days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Greg Hill show... If it's we, not dirty, why not? We also talked about showering. Are you guys morning showers or night showers? Um, it depends. It, it, it sort of depends on when I go to the gym, which hasn't been happening the last week. Yep. So. so when you <laughs> so don't go to the morning. gym... Okay, okay. Yeah. And and Ryan, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a sleep sweater though. Say, so am I. I'm with you. Not a sleep sweater. Uh, sometimes both. Okay. I always shower, especially weekdays when I'm coming in. Shower in the morning, wash myself. Usually wash my hair. My hair has gotten very long, so I want to keep it looking nice. Yeah, I don't have but hair, then so I don't have that issue. I work out, so I get home, and sometimes I'll, I won't work out until like 8 o'clock. Like last night, I worked out a quarter of 9, So and I'm like sweating, but I'm like, I'm coming in to do a show with Shime and John and LaPan. I don't care if I smell like sweat. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But <laughs> no, I'm, trying to, okay. I'm, I'm not trying both. to impress the threes of you, okay? No, no. I don't care what not. the three of you think of me at no, all. We've reached that comfort, comfort level. That bridge has been crossed. The barrier has been broken. Uh, so, yeah, I would say always, always, always morning shower, sometimes the occasional night shower, and if I need it, I'll take two. So I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm always shower in the morning guy. Showered this morning before I came in, uh, even if it's more so just a wake-up shower sometimes, like wow, especially on a Saturday. On so, uh, you know, always a morning shower guy. But then, again, if I work out during the middle of the day, 
I'm going to take a shower at night because I don't want to go to bed all sweaty and gross, even though I am a sleep sweater. That yeah. does happen. But that I, I do feel like after if I take a shower late, though, I feel like I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I don't sweat as much in the, in the in the old sleep there. But then at that point, I wake up. I'm like, I'm not burning the T-shirt that I just wore for four hours overnight. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, because it's probably coming off at some point realistically. So, you know, if, uh, it's one thing if you if you sweat through the T-shirt and there's like sweat on it. And it's like, all right, that thing's going to be thrown away. But if, if you're in a crunch, you can't get your hands on some quarters because that's the part of the world where I live in. You need to have quarters to do laundry. Ooh, that's tough. I'll, I'll toss a shirt on two days in a row. If, it, if I didn't really wear it that much, it's like, I all right, you. it doesn't smell bad. Like, no, when, no when food did society on decide it? that you have to do that? So the other key, too, the other secret, too, is if you want to do that, you just toss a different sweatshirt over the T-shirt. Nobody knows. Yeah, true. Who knows? Who, who, I don't know. The shirt doesn't, I wear a sweatshirt every day. The shirt doesn't even matter. I can wear sure. nothing. I could literally wear nothing and just not for, for efficiency purposes. You want to wear something. Well, you should wear something you just in case, something. but I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, if I wanted to. Wear a shirt, John. <laughs> Have you guys ever gone commando in the office before? No. Every it's, it, it's come to that before. Single oh, God. day. Oh, you don't wear underwear? No. Okay. I don't. This is, this is a side of Ryan. I know, I know, I I know people. No. Today. Most, of my, most, of the, most of the guys that I did, uh, went to college with that were in ROTC and everything went to military. None of them wear underwear it's a waste. now. Only None of them I wear underwear. Out. Only when I work out. Well, I, I, have, I have an issue. That I think I need to have that line of defense there yeah, for. No kidding. You know? Yep. So, oh, yeah, no, if you, you don't have that issue, no, you can I hold off. That's I don't fine. Have that I think issue. it's not even for me, it's mainly for you You're, that I yeah. that I that mm-hmm. I should probably I be wearing Your that. IBS so. is a thing of legend. I no, I don't have that issue. I don't I don't envy yeah, you for I, that. I actually enjoy wearing uh underwear. It just it keeps everything in a nice contained package. Oh, yeah. Nothing is nothing. I can't have I can't have skin touching flowing. You know, you know like, what bat wings are, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can't you can't have that. And the the underwear helps. That little uh you know the little thing, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> that you can do with it. Leanus Omar's workload. Can we talk about Linus? Yeah, Omar's all right. Weenus, I mean Linus is all Linus Omar's workload. Let's I love this, but unfortunately we only get an hour and we probably uh, should pay off man. the tease we made before the show. I mean, right. I, we, were so, getting, we were getting to it. So right before trending, we were talking about who's more sustainable right now, the Boston Bruins or the Boston Celtics, with both of them being on an absolute heater. And Ryan, there was something about the Bruins goaltending you needed to address here. Go for it. It's it's not even my premise. I thought John brought up a, a couple good points as we were talking uh in between shows shows yesterday about where things are with the uh, Bruins goaltending situation. And as I look right now, I see Linus Allmark has played in 14 games this year. 13 and one, 13 and one. The Bruins are 15 and two. And I start to get a little, in fact, I really didn't start thinking about it until John brought up the point yesterday about where things are with Linus Allmark and what could possibly happen when Jeremy Swayman returns. Oh, you want me to do it now? I mean, I do you want uh, to I mean, I, I mean, say I can do your it. point for you? Well, the problem is because uh, you can't you can't keep up the this pace of Linus Olmark. You don't want Linus Olmark to play sixty something games this year. I agree. You just don't want that to happen. But also, Jeremy Swayman has not been great this year, and you got this murderer's row coming up, and Swayman's gonna have to play some of these games because you don't want to just go Linus, 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 and then you know Swayman every fifth or sixth you don't game. Sure. Pop a key, and then key yeah, out there. and then by the time you get through, you get to the new year, and it's like all right. The little murderer's row is over, and the, yeah, and then he's gassed. Like it's just gonna, me- it's gonna, like Monty was onto something with the way he was, the way he was divvying the workload between those two, and the Swayman injury just really screwed it up. Yep. But at the same time, Linus is so much better than Swayman right now, and we can get into the future and what this means about Swayman being in a contract year and everything, and you know, so Ollie being at a uh, uh, relatively low price. 
but is that is that what you were looking for me? Yeah, absolutely. Looking for from so me. So basically, here here's my thoughts, and I agree with you. I think you don't want to gas out Linus. We've seen it too many times with Tuka Rask. I think Tuka was even a little bit a little bit softer. Um, but you don't want to gas out Linus before you even get to the playoffs. Totally with you there. I think Swayman's going to have to take over a workload here at some point in this season. Uh, I wouldn't even be shocked, especially coming up into this murderer's row, if we see Swayman in back-to-back game scenarios. Like, if that way, Linus gets an extra day off here or there, and you're not w- overworking him. Um, and so, uh, you, you say Swayman hasn't been great this year. He hasn't been great, but he also hasn't been awful. Oh, yeah, no, like, no, no. He'd be a starter on another team, yeah, for he's, sure. Yeah, he's 2-1, 3.45 goals against right now, which isn't great. Luckily, the Bruins score four goals a game, so that, that still results yeah, in part, wins. Yeah, part, part of the issue, too, is they they want Jeremy Swayman to overtake Linus Olmark. Oh, yeah. The organization the of the franchise, wants him. They I, that want, would be the yeah, ideal they want, scenario. They, they, not, that, want. Not, that Linus, not that Linus is old or anything, but no. you want the younger goalie to eventually Ascent. overtake him. But the problem is... He, the only way to overtake him is that they need to give him the opportunity to do it. And if they, if Linus if they is start, playing this good, if you they, can't. If they start forcing Swayman, that might mess with the locker room too. And even though, like, they all like Jeremy Swayman, and Jeremy Swayman's good. Like I said, there's there's a million teams in the NHL that would bend over backwards to get Jeremy Swayman on their team. But the problem is he's also in a contract year, and by usually the way that that works at the age that Jeremy Swayman's at is he's not going to get a this long starting goalie contract, uh, you know, a big five, six, seven, eight year deal for max dollar. In all likelihood, it will be a bridge deal at the end of this year. I saw some. I saw like three for four millions, either three or four years for four million, or three five to four million is likely what he'll get. You you know he can he, he's an unrestricted free agent. He can say no to that and go to yep. another team. And if he feels like he is like so second fiddle to Linus Olmark when Linus Olmark has two more years left on his deal, and he Jeremy Swayman went this year without uh, without taking a step to overtake <clears throat> to overtake Linus in the pecking order. He might come to a point where he's like, look, I don't hate anyone. Like, obviously, him and Linus Olmark are really good friends. But he also might just want to play and be the guy. And he could easily hit free agency and go to a, I don't know, a Toronto or the Avalanche or the Flames. that Like, teams that don't really, especially Toronto and the Avalanche, who are, you know, two of the five, six, seven best teams in the league talent-wise, don't have, don't really have a goalie. Yeah, it's interesting you point that out. So, I... I... I, I don't. I think the Bruins down the stretcher will need to have a good rotation back and forth. Like Linus is playing at a ridiculous level. That's also bound for regression, right? It's, He's never played at this level. Fair to expect him to continue to play at this level, considering Tuca would play. I think there were back to back seasons. Tuca played over sixty games, and and the team inevitably didn't go very far or missed the playoffs entirely. And it wasn't until. Tuca had a, a competent backup where you could take some of the workload off of him that you would have Tuca ready for the playoffs. Linus Olmark's career high in games played is 41. He's on pace to shatter that record. And right. I think they're going to slow him down. I think down this stretch here, especially November, up until the new year, you're going to see Linus Swayman, Linus Swayman, without hesitation, barring like a back, like even, even barring the back-to-backs. Like I don't think anybody is going to get two games in a row, really, between now and New Year's. I don't even know... Uh, quick glance at the schedule. You don't even the the next back to back you have is tw- uh, December twenty second, twenty third. And without so, looking, March is is a very tough uh, schedule for this team. I think it's like tw- twenty eight something in 
28 games. Yeah, they, they don't have, a, they don't have many. They don't have many like days that. off in March. Razor brought that up. Yeah, to us. I, and, that, and I heard him say. But that. like this, having down this stretch up until the new year, not having those back to backs is going to be great for somebody like Linus, where it's like, all right, I get a start, and then I get three days off. I get three full days of rest, and then I gear up for another game. And so I think as long as Swayman stays healthy, I think him finally getting more games will get him into a better rhythm. That goals against average will come down. He'll get better. Linus will be able to stay healthy and hopefully maintain at least some semblance of this elite play that he has had. I mean, right now he's literally leading every goalie in like every category. It's not even close. He has been outright. Like save percentage, goals against, and wins. He's number one and number I mean, two isn't close. I mean, he has been. His like save percentage is 93. Wilson. Like he's only, he's allowing under two goals a game, which is stupid. The Bruins are scoring twice that. So I, as long as you can allow Linus to just maintain getting those three days of rest uh, up until those, you know, occasional back-to-backs coming up. Like, I, I think that the Bruins could be in a really good spot going forward, and it, it gives them an opportunity to really balance out that workload. They talk about it all the time in the NBA, oh, workload management. This is the perfect opportunity for that, and one of the reasons why I think that the Bruins feel more sustainable. Are you guys ready for some football? Doesn't it felt like... Are any- you ready for some football? Megan mentioned something <laughs> to me off the air. A Monday night party. This has been the longest couple of weeks since... I mean, yeah, Colts was two weeks ago, but just it's, it's felt like months since we've actually had a football game to look forward to. I'm excited. It's it, We got Patriots-Jets coming up tomorrow, 1 o'clock, live at Gillette Stadium. Uh, the NFL or WEI NFL Sunday show will be live from Helix Esports. Wiggy, Gresh, Keefe, all there, 10 to 1, right up till game time. Uh, you want to call and talk about the Bruins or the Celtics, 617-779-7937. You can also weigh in uh, on Patriots Jets, which we are about to get to right now. Uh, Guys, so it has been a very long two weeks since the Patriots last played. We also saw this Jets team just three weeks ago. Is there going to be any change to this? So uh, one of the stats I saw from Joe Osborne, one of the Vegas insiders, the Patriots at home off a bye, 110-1 against the spread. Awful stat. Belichick, however, fifteen and seven coming off the bye. I was going to say, what, so what, it's, what's the win loss? So they, so it balances out a little bit there. Uh, but overall, the Patriots are just one game over five hundred at home since Tom Brady left. Not great. Uh, it's just, I understand that you just dominated this team. It was a little closer than it felt, right? Like it was twenty two seventeen. That score is far closer than the game actually felt with the amount of turnovers that the Jets had and a pick six taken off the board because of a roughing the passer call. Exactly. So. Do you see this game going any differently than three weeks ago? Is is there a chance Zach Wilson actually listens to the rest of his team and doesn't try to be Mr. Superman? Uh, or uh, it, it, does Belichick just own the Jets and we can just walk right no, over No, this? because Zach Wilson has to complete some passes down the field in order for them to beat the Patriots because they're not going to run the ball on the Patriots. That's oh, not happening. With just, with just Michael, I, I guess they have Michael Carter and James Robinson now. James Robinson wasn't with them last time they played, if I'm correct. Brees Hall was out for the season already. But yep. they might have already traded for Robinson, but he wasn't. It yeah, was the they first had traded week. for him, but he hadn't really. Yeah, played it was the first the team, week, yeah. so he wasn't really playing. I, I, I think even with those two, and you know, they've had injuries along the offensive line this year. I think Elijah Vera Tucker's been out for most of the season. Uh, they're not going to be able to run the ball against the Patriots' offense, and unless the Jets' defense is just giving the Jets' offense short fields and Mac turning the ball over a million times. Look, Mac obviously hasn't played great this year. You know, we could go into a whole diatribe and the circumstances and the variables that have led to that fact. Uh, Aside from that, you know, the the pick six was what it was. I generally trust Mac to not commit Zach Wilson level number of turnovers in this game. And that's why I don't 
I don't think the Jets' defense is going to complimentary football the hell out of the Patriots and give the offense uh, even just opportunities to nickel and dime you with field goals like sort of the Patriots' defense has been giving the Patriots' offense. I don't really see it going any different. I think Zach Wilson is one of those guys that Bill Belichick just has his number. Like, Bill Belichick always had, and not to even put Zach Wilson on the same level as Andrew Luck, but there are just quarterbacks that just cannot beat Belichick, and I think Zach Wilson is one of those quarterbacks, in addition to him not being able to have uh, success doing his job against most teams he plays. It is a level of insanity when you watch, like, Watching what Zach Wilson was able to do against the Buffalo Bills would would make some Jets fans feel really good about. Okay, maybe you know, maybe he's got to figure it out. Maybe the coach is getting in his ear. Maybe he does. He realizes he doesn't have to do hero ball. And then I really believe that I have Patriots winning this game. Uh, Jets fans are going to be slapped back to reality. And I think this is so much worse if you're a Jets fan. I don't know. I like we haven't in my lifetime. I haven't really had to experience this where. The football team I grew up rooting for is three and thirteen, or you know, two and fourteen, and then, and you just gotta know that's reality. Like if we win one game, two games, it's fun for a Sunday. This might be worse in the sense that Jets are a good football team. They have a good defense. They have a lot of good pieces on offense. They're uh, six and three right now. Is that the record? Six and three. Yep. But their quarterback is a nightmare. Like his worst is. So bad. It's as bad as it it's gets. It's as bad as it gets. Whereas we've seen the Patriots offense be really, really bad at points this year and points last year. And I don't know, to John's point, if Mac Jones worse is even anywhere close to where Zach Wilson's worst is. And oh, it's not. That has to be an absolute ball breaker if you're a Jets fan. Like everything is working. The coach is working. The defense is very similar is good. to how the, the Colts skill were. positions are good. But Good lord, this quarterback loses his mind and, and just absolutely will run backwards and make a YOLO pass down the field. And Devin McCourty's like, okay, thank you for my second interception of the day. It's funny because you look at this Jets team, and I feel very similarly about the uh, Indianapolis Colts. I feel like a lot of the pieces on this team are awesome. You look at the defense, it's a top five defense. Garrett Wilson is an exceptional rookie wide receiver. Uh, on top of that, you had Brees Hall prior to the injury. I think Michael Carter is still a good running back. The offensive line is pretty good. Good, it would be better. Um, that defensive line, if is it was healthy, legit. and they are just constantly rotating that. They are like they are six different. deep that they can just get in and out. This team would probably be better suited if Joe Flacco was a quarterback. Oddly oh, enough, fair. I think I think Mike Very White fair. and Joe Flacco are both better than Zach Wilson right and now. And it's it's weird because I felt the exact same way about the Colts. I'm like, I don't know, I don't understand. I mean, I understand why they did it because Ursay wanted to be able to fire Reich, so he made him start Ellinger so that they would lose games. Fire Reich, bring in his guy Jeff Saturday. I'm I get the whole theory behind it, but it's like you put Matt Ryan in last week and look what the Colts did. I understand it was a bad Vegas team. I had a but good idea. We gave the game ball to Jeff Saturday. Matt Ryan quarterbacks that Colts team. That game against the Patriots probably a little different. He makes that throw that Paris Campbell down the sideline when he's wide open. He makes some of those other throws. And so I he doesn't he also doesn't turn the ball over like a moron. Game sense. It's yeah. just some game like he'll take the 6-yard sack instead of just throwing one up to Devin McCourty. And so it, if this I would be far more scared of the Jets if Joe Flacco was starting a quarterback. If Joe Flacco was starting a quarterback, I might pick the Jets to win the game. Would the over under be higher than 38? But uh, yes, yes it would. But because because Bill Belichick outright (laughs) owns Zach Wilson, John just said it. Like there are just some quarterbacks in football that Belichick has owned his entire career. Zach Wilson is one of them. I cannot, with any semblance of my being. 
pick the Jets. Can't can I, do it. Can I, ask like, a, can I ask a question for the next segment, Sean? Please, feel free. Is Zach Wilson going to be the Jets quarterback next year? Ooh, we'll get to that coming up next year on the WEI Producer Show. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to it. The WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. This is Taylor Swift, right? You sit there in your heart. Did you see the Killers in Vegas uh, last weekend? No, I wish. We played. We Were opened, they in Vegas we, last week? No, they're from Vegas. Well, though. I know that, but uh, no, they're. I don't know where they are. Right yeah, now. exactly. Uh, they're in Mexico right now. Uh, so uh, the, the people I that saw that ends. were in Vegas last weekend, Adele was there. That probably been okay. way too expensive. Uh, I think it was Barry Manilow. Pass. Yeah, Donny Osmond. Pass. Oh, he's always there. Uh, oh, Steve Aoki. Oh, pass. But I think it was like Steve Aoki. That Lincoln and Park collab was good. Yeah, I heard. So, uh, so I was at a wedding in Vegas. That's the whole reason my I was out there. My buddy's die. sister went to Steve Aoki, uh, and her boyfriend was saying it, it was like fifty dollars a drink. It was. Oh my god! The sticker shock in Vegas is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm all set. So, yeah, it's twenty dollars for a vodka soda. Go to drink. Vegas, get a hotel room, and then just buy a thirty rack and sit in the hotel room and drink it. I, I well, might be the move. The cool thing is, is you can just take it and walk around. Nobody cares. Oh yeah, like that's the it's beauty. Like New Orleans. And, yeah, exactly. And uh, I was, uh, to be honest, I was either at the sports book or at the roulette table. So I was just, I was being a, a, as degenerate as it gets. Uh, anyways, uh, we were talking Patriots Jets uh, prior to the break there, and uh, John, you proposed a question. So yes. now uh, we will we will propose it to the room. Will Zach Wilson be the quarterback of the New York Jets next season? And now, three. 
One, two, three. No. no. Woo. That sounds so, like a resounding. And, 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 and not, not to full Ordway flowchart this thing, but what are Here the we chances go. we go the rest of the season with Zach Wilson actually showing us something that makes you think that they are comfortable going into but another this, year where they have a top five defense in the December. league? Well, so I think I you think can't it, wait. You got to judge them in August. You got to get through camp first. I think it's a great like great uh, analogy when you look at a team like Miami and a team like the Jets. Right, they're both adding a ton of talent to their team and kind of seeing where they stand. Tua is rising to the occasion with all that talent. Zach Wilson is not. He right. becomes He's going your in the bridge. He's completely going in the opposite direction, and I think that is basically like that's the measuring stick. It's I don't even need you to be a top-five quarterback. Like Tua is rising above all expectations. I just need you to be above average, and Zach Wilson can't even. He can't, he can't. even be Jimmy Garoppolo for that Niners Super Bowl team. And, that, and if you can't do that, you what's up, the point of you you bring up that name because I think that's the most likely name to be the Jets quarterback next year is Jimmy Ooh, Garoppolo. First like off, that. that's interesting. Before we go to that though, like it is San Francisco that is connection. going to be that is going to be a tough sell to that locker room. If you if they roll into the playoffs and just get walloped in the wild card just round like the Patriots did last year, Zach Wilson just did nothing all season and then continued to do nothing there. If you're going to go into next year, I assume that they are going to work on bringing in some talent on their O-line this offseason, maybe even another receiver that they might not even need because they're pretty stacked at the position. Like, you know, if a Tyreek Hill comes available, then you, 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 go, you, you go for the Tyreek Hill. But as it stands, they have a pretty good receiving core. They have two decent tight ends. They have Brees Hall will be back, so you'll have your two-headed monster at running back again. It's just the quarterback. And if they go in, if they go into the third season, and Zach Wilson's just playing the same way. How are you gonna? How are you gonna sell that to your locker room? Well, I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna turn on the coach for not making the move. They're gonna turn on the front office. And obviously, the the only thing that is keeping Zach Wilson in New York is the fact that he was the second overall pick in the draft. Well, it's a bad look for the GM. The GMs know that it's a bad look for them and for their job security if they're moving on from the second overall pick. And moving on from the second overall pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, that I mean, doesn't that, exactly that gets general managers fired. Right. That gets, if it doesn't ownership work, comes in and goes, we're, we're starting all over. All very good points. And, I, and I'm asking this from a point of ignorance. I don't actually know if the same level of film breakdown has been done. Like Dan Orlovsky, I mean, there's a whole law firm right now of, of, of national pundits that are going, see, it's actually not really on Mac Jones. It's the situation around him. Is the same level of analysis and defense being done on Zach Wilson? Are there people going, uh, not, look at what's going on with year. the wide receivers? Look not this at, year. I think last year. Offensive line issues. Like, I want to play devil's advocate and, and maybe give him the benefit of the doubt, even though I've seen him play yeah. some really atrocious football. Uh, too. Well, maybe it's not all his fault. There was a bit of that going on mm-hmm. last year, especially early in the season. You Definitely. could tell that there was just that the poor kid was just running for his life on every play. And That's maybe, not the case you know, this year. Maybe that, is, maybe that broke him. And maybe that, maybe he's never going to recover from that. Uh, but coming into this year, they, they made some moves on the offensive line. I know Makai Becton's been out for the whole year, right? He was ruled out week one or two. Elijah Vera Tucker out for the season. They just brought in the good doctor, Laverne uh, Duvernay Tardif. Yep. So I would say the O-line, you know, the way offensive line works in the NFL, there are eight good ones, there are eight bad ones, and the difference between number nine and number 22 is really not that different. So I'd say the Jets Jets are in that, okay, it's it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. Like it's just, it's just kind of there. We know we could list off all the receiver names that they have. I, I we can do the skill position thing. We know the defense is good. It it really 
we've seen Mike LaFleur's offense with Joe Flacco do well. We've seen it with Mike White do well. Maybe there's a Mike White-Bailey Zappi analogy to be made. Maybe they really dumbed it down. But the thing is, when Mike White came in and put up through 400 yards against a Bengals defense that was top 10 in the NFL last year, uh, Zach Wilson was also a rookie. So I would wager that they were probably running the same offense. This wasn't Mack in year two trying to run the 300-level offense versus Bailey Zappi trying to run the entry-level offense like some have surmised. Uh, I I don't so no no I don't I don't think there's the same level of that stuff going it, on for Wilson like there so is as, Mac. as much as I don't believe the Jets can continue with Zach Wilson next year you look at the free agent quarterbacks at the very least and it's like I mean Tom Brady's technically a free agent he's not going to the Jets yeah uh, Jimmy Garoppolo I guess would be available it, it's got to be Jimmy like, G and the, obviously the 49ers the 49ers to, uh, connections right themselves or they have to hope that Lamar Jackson becomes available and they can he won't spend the spend the house on him yeah but outside of that like you're talking about guys like Baker. Daniel Jones Baker Teddy Bridgewater I mean Daniel Jones uh, Jacoby Brissett I mean I would wager Daniel Jones and Baker are probably upgrades on Zach Wilson but neither one would. Put know, Baker, Baker could be brought in as a high-end backup, quote-unquote, yeah. to Zach Wilson under the pre- under the, the the auspice of we could make a move to this guy if we wanted to. The Packers can get out from Aaron Rodgers' contract after the year. The other, contract, well, that, that's the other what, contract that's, that's been then floated out there, Derek Carr is another guy that yeah. the Raiders could get out of. He could possibly uh, that that could be an option for the Jets. The only there one because that, without without a quarterback, like I'm not scared of the Jets. I understand the Patriots aren't in a great spot right now, but I'm never going to be scared of the Jets until they get a quarterback. I don't right? think right. the Jets can afford to wait right now. I think yeah. you, make, you make a trade. You do what the Rams did. You go okay. That guy is going to be better in this system. Let's punt on the guy here, uh, San Francisco. You have Zach Wilson. We'll trade. We'll trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. So whatever we got. The Patriots. Everybody got the Patriots tomorrow. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, I'm taking the Patriots as well. I also want the over 38 in that game. Give it to me, oh, Daddy. Please. Uh, that'll do it here for the Save WEI. That that'll do it over for the WEI producer show. Uh, I'm Chris Yime. Thank you to John Anderson. Thank You're you welcome. to Ryan Garvin. Uh, thank you all for listening uh, on this lovely Saturday morning. It is now time for the Ken and Curtis program. Ugh. Keep it locked right here on WEI. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.